Hey friend, I'm Beth Ann Schwamberger, host of the Brilliant Business Moms podcast. This show is all about brilliant women, just like you, who are growing their businesses in the margins. You're juggling nap time and work time, wiping up messes with writing blogs, and I don't believe you need big, impressive numbers or shiny accolades behind your name to be brilliant. This show is about realistic, doable strategies that will work for you and your business right where you are. Big and little wins are celebrated here, and every single one of my listeners is a big deal in my book. Grab your coffee, and maybe the laundry, and be encouraged by business mamas who'll make working in the margins just a little more fun. Friends, you are going to love today's episode. We're talking with Rachel Fairchild of thiscraftyhome.com. But funnily enough, Rachel does not actually blog or teach or sell products around crafting because once she had her two little kids at home, she realized this just isn't such a great fit anymore. Well, Rachel has blogged about a ton of different topics and has sold products around several different topics, but she has finally found her groove with, drum roll please... Freezer meals. Can you believe it? Rachel is bringing in a full-time income selling products around freezer meals. And she's not charging an arm and leg for her freezer meal resources either, but she is helping tons of busy moms just like her to have less stress and have more time with their families each and every day with those freezer meals. So again, her website is thiscraftyhome.com. So you can go check her out, see what her freezer meal plans are all about. I'm going to be grabbing those freezer meal plans too, but you're just going to love hearing from Rachel. I think you're going to be blown away at the way she has scaled up her freezer meal product, but not only that, you will love hearing about how she's taking that first freezer meal plan that she came up with that sold well and is now turning that into multiple different products and offers that serve her audience in different ways, but yet are all centered around freezer cooking. I mean, that is truly her niche. She has so many happy customers who message her and comment on her stuff constantly saying how much she has helped them. And so I hope that you'll be encouraged by this episode. One other thing to keep in mind is that Rachel blogged for a long, long time before she was making a full-time income blogging. She dabbled in it for a long time. It was a hobby blog. In certain seasons, she didn't have a lot of time for it, but that doesn't mean that it was a never for her. She buckled down in 2020 and has found the right product and the right ways to to sell her products and serve her audience with freezer meals. So I hope that you'll be encouraged that it's never too late. It's never too late to turn your hobby blog or your hobby online presence into a full-time income. So be encouraged and let's hear from Rachel. So today on the show, I'm so excited to have Rachel Fairchild of thiscraftyhome.com. You will love hearing from Rachel. She has blogged and sold products on a wide variety of topics. So I know you're going to learn a lot from her and what made her pivot, what's working, what maybe hasn't worked as well. So it's going to be a great conversation. So welcome, Rachel. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited that you're here. I feel like, I have to say, the last couple of months, having you in the membership 
every coaching call, I'm always like, Rachel, what's going on with your hands? How's it going? And so, yeah, there's just, there's been so many exciting things happening. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Especially the last few months it has been, it's just like taken off because especially, you know, we've been through a really hard year, like in general and something for something to start working. I think it was exciting for everyone. (laughs) <laughs> because it's like, there that. are ways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I want to kind of go back in time a little bit. How did you get started with your blog? So I actually started my blog, gosh, probably five or six years ago now, but I let it like, I didn't work on it. I started it and I still had a full-time job. And then I stopped, you know, got too busy with children and life. And I stopped for like three or four years. Oh, wow. And so I just picked it back up again in the last two years. And because I was pretty determined, I wanted to stay home when I had my son. And I kept going back and forth a little bit. And then once I had him, he was in the NICU and I was like, oh no, I'm not going back to work. This is not, my heart can't take it. I have to figure this out. So I busted my butt and um, took some courses. And in the beginning, and I got into Mediavine pretty fast and made really good ad money. So, and I still make great ad money, but I knew I wanted to do products, but I had just kind of started off with it's this crafty home is my site. And I always preface it or, you know, follow that with, but I don't do crafts. So (laughs) that may change in the future. I don't know, but it started out as a crafting website. And, but with two small children, I didn't have time to do crafts. Like that just wasn't in the cards. So I, before I really knew about niches or anything like that, I started like blogging about everything in the world that I wanted to blog about. And I think that's really common. Like, I think everybody does that at first. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so I started just blogging about everything and anything. And my baby posts popped off really hard. Like on Pinterest, they did super well. I made great affiliate money off of them. So I was like, okay, I'm going to create a product around this. So I created my pregnancy planner and it did okay. It was just like, okay. And then I actually ended up creating like other products too that were all like kind of fell flat and didn't do too well. And then eventually I created a freezer meal guide simply out of necessity because I, I needed it. Like I needed a better way to cook at night. Dinners were terrible and we were trying to pay off debt and stuff. And I had, I wanted to save more money in the kitchen and I knew I could do that. I just didn't have the time. So I dived really deep into freezer meal planning and then I did it myself and it took an entire weekend and was miserable and I hated it. And yeah. (laughs) And then after that, the whole month though, every night I was like, oh, I don't have to cook. Oh, this is amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So there was such a big payoff. And then I was like, okay, I know there's a better way to do this. Like I've got to figure. And so I got, I'm a strategic person. I like numbers. I like all that kind of stuff. So I was like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to make it better. And so I created this guide for myself first. And then I did it and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much better. <laughs> and so I sold that first one for like seven bucks because it, and it was probably worth only seven bucks. Like it was very much like, I wasn't sure what I was doing. And, um, but then it did. Okay. It did pretty well compared to like the number of people that I had at that point. Cause I had a very small, maybe 500 people on my list. And then I got into the ads intensive 
but I was still, I was selling the pregnancy planner at that point still. And so at that point I was trying to make ads work for the pregnancy planner and they kind of did. I was looking today, I was looking back at all my stats and it pretty much broke even the whole time. Okay. Yeah. And I did add people to my list. Right. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It was break even a freebie to tripwire. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was okay with. Like, I don't care to spend some money and that's not even really spending money. Like if I was breaking even, sometimes I would make a little bit of a profit. It wasn't massive or anything though. Mm -hmm. And then of course it did better. And then Corona started. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. And so I kept trying and I kept trying and I kept trying and it kept just, it wasn't working, but I was like, I know that something has to like, something has to work. And then I also felt like, I honestly think it was a God thing that it just stopped working. Like I honestly do, because if it had started working better, I wouldn't have done my freezer meal stuff. Like I wouldn't have kept going with that. So I finally hit, it was in September and I was like, you know what? I just released that new guide because I had gotten so many requests from my email list they were like when's a new one coming out we really liked the last one I was like okay well this is easy I can just revamp last year's because it really needed it and I did that put it out and it did really well and I was like okay maybe I should run ads to this I just hadn't even thought to try it I don't because it's too cheap technically oh yeah I was noticing that I was peeping on your page the other day and I was like oh it's cheap. Okay. So yeah, talk to us about that. Yes. So it's only $13 on the tripwire, but then I have a second option. That's a $39 bundle for all three of my meal guides that I have out right now. Of course, I just launched another one, but right now, anyways, the tripwire is the 13 and the 39. And what happened was so many people bought the 39. I had never even bundled it together before. I was just like, well, I want to try and do something here. And I know this, this kind of works. So I just kind of threw that all together on a whim (laughs) and like did not even make the best of landing pages for it. Like just threw it out there. And I started that tripwire and started my pregnancy tripwire back up at the same time again, because I was just like, I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm just going to see what happens. Yeah. And actually both were more profitable. My pregnancy one was finally profitable, but the ROAS was like two on that one. Mm-hmm. But then my ROAS on my freezer mill one was like six. And I was like, shut Great. up. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. Shut up. What is I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. And I was, I was actually, I was with my sister at the time and I was like, Rebecca, oh my gosh, you won't believe this. <laughs> So yeah, and since that happened, I've just kind of been rolling on that and it's gone really well. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I want to make sure people kind of understand what you're doing for that offer. And it's really, I mean, the same concept for both. I mean, I call it a freebie to tripwire. So tell us the freebie that you're offering for that meal or for your freezer meal planning product. Yes. So the freezer meal, the freezer meal guide itself is how to make a month of freezer meals in four hours. 
And then, so for the freebie for it, it's just a freezer meal prep cheat sheet. So it's everything you would need to know basically to get started with freezer meal prep. Because there is there is a decent amount of stuff you need to like know and learn, like how long can your food be in the freezer and like different techniques and stuff to make sure your food actually tastes good at the end. Because you can definitely screw up freezer meal prep. Like I have, that's a very common question that I get is like, do these taste good? Because my husband hates frozen food. I'm mm. like, yes, I understand that these taste great because they're made for the freezer, like specifically yeah. for the freezer. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I remember too, on one of the membership calls, brainstorming with you what that freebie should be. Yeah. Because I think people, people take for granted how important it is to have the right freebie before your paid offer. Because if it's the wrong thing, people won't buy that paid offer. Like you can mess it up by if your freebie's not compelling enough, well, they're not gonna click through and opt in. But if it's too big and juicy, then they're like, thanks, I'm out of here. And they won't buy your, yes. Yeah. I think that was a problem with my pregnancy pack too, was that the the freebie was too much. Like it Mm -hmm. was too good. And they didn't really need, well, they, I mean, I think they needed it, but they didn't feel like they needed it after that. Whereas this one is, it's a very good middle ground of like, it gives you all the information you need to kind of get started, but it does not give you that plan because I mean, the freezer mill guides take me forever to make. Mm. It's getting quicker because I'm learning, but I mean, it's a solid, like two months of testing and stuff. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I mean, that makes sense because you, you're you putting out a great guide. You want the, the meals at the end to taste amazing. You want to help your customers save time. And so, yeah, that's fabulous. I mean, I think, yeah, I love that you spend tons of time on it because people are going to notice the difference. It matters. It yeah. does. Yeah, it matters. And that's, yeah, I just, I did a survey with everyone who bought the last one. And all kinds of people who were like, yeah, we loved it. I'm so excited for the next one. And that was what I was so excited to have come around this time was there were so many people who were ready to buy the new one. They were so excited for this next one. And yeah, and it's, it's, I'm on like day four, three or four of the launch at this point, but it's gone. It's gone pretty well. I'm excited about it. Especially I've never been one. I am, I'll admit it right here. I'm not good at funnels. I'm terrible at email. Like that's just not my strength. And the fact that I've been able to sell like the majority of this is email revenue at this point for this launch is like insanity to me. Like usually I'll get out my previous launches. I've had like majority of the sales are on that first day and then it dies off and then that's it. And Mm -hmm. this time it's just been like more. Oh, wow. Insane. Right. Yeah. Do you mind sharing numbers? Like how's your launch doing so far? The launch for this one is lower than what I would like, but I think I'm just still learning what works and what doesn't. Like, honestly, in the past, I was hesitant to send an email every day. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and I understand I should. So I did it this time, except I didn't, I didn't the second day. And now I regret it because I saw like, like, I saw, and I was like, Oh, dang it. <laughs> so I'm still, I'm still very much learning how to do this whole launch thing. And I'm not really worried that it's not making as much as I really wanted it to simply because I know that with my tripwire, my warm ads and stuff, it's going to make the money I need it to make over time. I'm not worried about it at all. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And that's the exciting thing too, is I've literally never been able to get direct to sale ads to work, like retargeting ads. That kind of stuff is just not my forte either. I'm that's my new, from the new year, that's a goal of mine is to like really get comfortable with those because I feel like tripwires are the thing that I've done really well at. Yeah. But this time it's all my warm people, all my warm ads are doing so well direct to sale. So like, like right now, I think I'm sitting at like a four X. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm really happy about it. I'm excited. Yay. And I'm trying to remember, because I know we chatted about your launch ads. Are you spending like $50 a day on your warm? Yeah. It's like 60. I I upped it to 60 because it was doing so well right now though. Still my sales for my emails are outperforming that by far. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, I'll tell you too, like, I see that for all my launches as well. It's like, because you, you built up the right email list. And so, yeah, they like to buy because you got a ton of them on your list from, you know, the free beta tripwire that's totally related to this product. So yeah, the email list, gosh, I don't know if I would ever have launch ads that outperform the revenue that my email list brings in. But yeah, it's this yeah. great supplement. I mean, I I think for me, it's it's normally like 25% of my total launch revenue might be from my launch ads. But yeah. it's like that ends yeah. up being a nice hunk of money, especially, yes. you know, as you do it more and more, it's like you're spending, like, let's say if I spend two grand in a week on my, you know, direct to sale launch ads, and then yeah, I get a three X return or whatever. It's like, that's a nice big extra hunk right there that I wouldn't have had. Yeah, exactly. And I'm excited too, because I mean, it's not like I just have to stop the ads when the launch ends, like, right. and actually into the the launch is going to be, it's a, oh, we talked about it in the last coaching call. This launch is actually like a longer one too. So it could very well go like after Christmas, I think I'm going to push the live portion really hard. Okay. So, and that one is the higher revenue yeah. one. So that one's actually a $59. Okay. For this one anyways, it's $59. So I've had a few of them opt into that, but I think that one will be like, later on okay will actually be where it comes up because it's hard to like commit to something like this yeah that's quite a few that's quite a few weeks away yeah yeah so I'm excited to see how that does okay I hope it goes well for you because I know I was really pushing for it (laughs) oh either way either way I'm excited to do it because I'm planning on selling the recording oh yeah yeah, yeah. doing it either way Yes. And it will do really well that way. I know. Yeah. Because that's, what's so nice is anytime you have an evergreen offer and now that you know how to use ads and the sky's the limit, you can take any of these evergreen offers and figure out how to make them work with ads and scale them up. So yeah, that's so exciting. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, I don't know. I wasn't even really like stressed or worried about the launch at all. I was like, I don't really care how much I make at this launch simply because I know long-term like this is going to be great. Like I'm happy. I'm excited to get it done and get it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which that's a great feeling to feel like, okay, this launches, it's great. It's nice to have that extra influx of cash, but yeah. knowing that 
you don't have to meet a certain goal during your launch. It's not, I mean, I've had certain times in my business in the past where it'd be like, oh, geez, I really need this certain income level or like, ooh, I'm in, the business is in trouble or whatever. But to not have to worry about that because you know you have great evergreen ads going and yeah. Yes, exactly. Like that's exactly like, I'm not like stressing about it whatsoever because I'm like, I know that my ads work. Yeah. especially now I got to the, finally got a solid like lookalike audience I feel like down so that those have been really working super well for me lately so okay yay yeah okay so two different competing things here's what I want to talk about first is you had your great freebie and tripwire for your freezer meal plan and your tripwire had the two offers on it it had mm-hmm. you said $13 and then 39 39 so $13 was like here's your freezer meal plan but it was like for one set of freezer meals that they could do in a day. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the 39 was a collection of several of those guides. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was actually, it was two freezer meal guides and one like meal prep guide. So it's actually like a weekly one. So, and that's something that I probably just need to run ads to that one, but I haven't yet. Yeah. So I need to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so your ads, you were saying part of what makes them work so well is because what percentage do you think take you up on that higher priced offer? Oh, I wish I had run the numbers. Probably like 70% of them. Like it's a good portion because, and well, as I did notice though, as it got closer to, it's called the fall freezer meal guide. That one was. Mm -hmm. So as it got closer to winter, I did notice that it, went back to more people were just buying the one. And I don't know if it's because Facebook's just serving it up to different people Mm -hmm. or if it's getting closer to holidays and people don't want to spend as much or what what exactly it was, but it was interesting because at first it was way more of the bigger one. I'm curious as to what, like what made the difference there, but yeah, still like by far, I sell more of the 39 than the $30 ones. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes such a big difference. I mean, yes. for those profits on, yeah, on your ads. Okay. So I love that. Do you mind sharing some numbers? Like how much have you spent? What's your return on ad spend on average? Yeah. So in October, my ROAS, it was, it went to like 2.2 because you know, the ups and the downs, yeah. but that's for the whole month. So right. I'm ecstatic. So I spent 8,600 bucks in October and made $19,000. Wow. (laughs) I'm trying to remember, was that your first five figure month or no? Yes. Yes. That was the first time. Cause I mean, basically my revenue had been affiliates and ads and then products were this nice, like little bunch like Mm -hmm. with it, but now it's completely flipped. Yeah products are my money. And then everything else is like your extra. And that's actually the money that like, that's the money we were living off of. So, I mean, it's not just a little extra, it's like still going on its own too. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. Okay. And then what happened in November for your ads? November was about the same row as my spend was a little lower though because of the election and then Thanksgiving. I turned I turned off 
during Thanksgiving because I saw it was going like a little negative and I was like, eh, we're just not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I did make it through the election. Okay. Though, but it was just, there were some solid, even, even times. Yeah, during break you. Yeah. yeah. But this month so far, it's on the same track. Okay. It's, yeah. It's doing great. And I have gone through several different audiences where like, oh, this one's working right now. This one's not and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I still have so much testing to do. It's just, I haven't had the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's always the thing, right? Because yeah. I'm literally still just doing the freebie to tripwire to, mm, it was all cold audiences. Mm-hmm. And I changed to like lookalikes in December and those have been doing super well and are way more stable. Okay. So yeah. yeah. So I'm excited to try some, direct to sale offers and some, I haven't done the lifetime budget either. I've been doing all CBO. So I've got so many things I need to try. Yeah. To still do yes. right. Yeah. To still um, set off, right? Yeah, exactly. I've got so many notes from, from our coaching calls and stuff that I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this and this and this and this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm the same way. I've always <laughs> got like a list of, yeah, things to keep testing and trying mm-hmm. and working with, but yeah. And just so excited for how well this offer has done for you. And it really is just the beginning for you because you have different seasonal freezer meal guides, and then you have your live freezer cooking with you offer that you're doing, and then you're going to have the replay of that. And so, yeah, there's so many. Yeah, there's a lot. And two, I mean, on top of making a great amount of money on it, I mean, I've added like 30,000 people to my list. (laughs) It's like a ridiculous number. It's insane. And I think too, that's where I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to do better at email. (laughs) because That's where I'm like, I know I can do better. It's just one of those things I haven't (laughs) done well at so far. So that's also a new year goal for me. That's something else to tackle. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, it's insane. That is so exciting so yeah 30,000 subscribers in what like two and a half months yeah. <laughs> it's crazy I have literally every I felt like it was every other week my email platform was emailing me like you're out of email subscribers you need to upgrade Up your plan. yeah <laughs> and I was like okay <laughs> I guess I'll- I'm like I guess I'll do it and I'm like I mean I'm making way more money than I'm spending on those emails right Right. But, um, yeah, it was one of those things. I was like, "Dang it!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good problem to have, but yeah. yeah, everybody knows how it feels when you get to that. You're excited, but at the same time, you're like, "Man, I have to spend more money." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Also, what I find so interesting, which you did such an amazing job on this ad. I mean, you ran with the same ad for how long? Oh, it's this whole time. <laughs> in September. I haven't changed, like literally this launch is the first time I've tried something different. I also included that ad because obviously, Um, but yeah. And I'm excited because it's so funny. It was actually, I mean, I tried it out in my Instagram feed and it resonated super well on my Instagram feed. So that's when I was like, I'm just going to try this. I might as well try it. Oh, it was because somebody said that we could do all text. Yes. So, okay. So this was, yeah, such great timing. Yes. Facebook changed their stance on the 20% text rule with our ads. So it used to be, if you had any more than 20% text in your ads, they would give you a warning of like too much text. 
typically they still will let you run with it, but they would say, Hey, your reach is going to be less and all this. And you really did have to, you would have to pay more to reach people. And for most of my students were, you know, on tight budgets, like we don't want to do that. So we always would basically try to stay under 20% tax with our ads, which can get really challenging depending on what you're selling and what you're trying to show off. But then they just, this fall, they just decided like, nope, we're not going to penalize you anymore. Even if you have a ton of text on your ads. And so, yeah, you heard that. And then you already had this great Instagram post that was very text heavy on the image Mm -hmm. that worked well. So you're like, let's use this as an ad. Yes, exactly. And I was like, because I wanted to boost it when it did so well onto my Instagram feed and I couldn't boost it. And I was like, that's frustrating. Huh. I was like, well, maybe I thought maybe I could boost it and not run an ad and it would like get through, <laughs> but no, they wouldn't let me, but that was, you know, when they weren't. And I guess it was a matter of weeks later Yeah, that they yeah. changed that. And I was like, oh, I need to try this. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got that one and that one's solid and I'll probably keep running with that one. But I, I do have now I have a, I knew this would work and I just didn't throw it up, but basically a sped up like prep video. So it's like two hours of prep, but down to like a minute. Yes. And it looks, it's so cool to watch. I mean, I find myself watching it over and over again because it's a little <laughs> mesmerizing, yeah. but that's performed really well for my launch. Okay. Oh, that's so exciting. That's the other thing that's also on my list is basically kind of using this Instagram reels or like TikTok style of ads, Mm -hmm. because now that we can put however much text we want on whether it's an image or a video. Yeah. And just do so many fun things. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, get creative with your ads, use them you know, similar to what we do organically. If you teach in your feed, if you have an informational post in your feed, try that kind of stuff as an ad because yeah, it can really catch people's attention. And I just think like you were able to, I mean, yeah, literally the second it changed to where you could do however much text, you were ready with this great creative. And so I think that's, Mm -hmm. it's just been such great timing because a lot of people still don't know that the 20% text rule has gone away. Yeah, so they're it's still not been little... like shouted from the rooftops or anything. Yeah. I mean, I listened to all the podcasts. I yeah. mean, I've heard it mentioned offhand. Yeah. But I haven't heard like a whole. Yeah. People aren't, I feel like they're not emphasizing what a big deal this is. I think is the thing because your ad just looks so different because it's text heavy. It looks so different than the average ad. And so I do, yeah, I think it grabs attention, which, okay. For people listening, do you mind kind of describing your ad creative a little bit? Oh yeah, for sure. So basically it's a picture of me and I'm holding like a stack of freezer meals. And then on the title at the top, it says how freezer meals saved my sanity because they did. And all around me are the good things that I get to do now that I don't have to cook dinner every night. And it's like, cuddle my kids, because that's something that I like talk about all the time is just like, I feel so good that I get to sit down on the couch when my dinner's cooking and just like hang out with my kids. And then I have less dishes. I'm not wondering like what's in the fridge and like all these random reasons, like why you should do freezer meals or why they save my sanity, basically not even really pushing you. Like you should do these too. It's just like, this is what happened when I did them. Yeah. And yeah, so that I think 
has done so well just because everybody's like, oh, like that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> I want what she has. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dinner time is so hard. Like it's so stressful when you have little ones, especially. And even if you're like a working mom with not little ones, you work yeah. during the day and you come home and you're exhausted. Like, right. You don't want to yeah. Yeah, stand in the kitchen and yep. sit. Yeah. Hang exactly. out. Exactly. And inevitably it goes to like, you're ordering takeout like every other night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've totally been there. Right? Exactly. So have we. And so, yeah. I mean, we save so much money because we don't do that at this point. Like we actually, we eat what's ever in this freezer. I just grab the freezer mill and forget. Yeah. yeah. You have like, it's like, here's your takeout menu. Yes, you know? Exactly. Right there. Exactly. So yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. So we've talked about just like your insane results, 30,000 leads in three and a half, no, two and a half months and two extra turn on ad spend basically. And so what close to somewhere in the eight to 10 K of profits each month. Profit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Profit. Okay. So you talked about that. It's still only the beginning, mm-hmm. but I want you to tell me more about the ways you're running with the freezer meal concept. Like we've kind of briefly mentioned yeah. this whole live cooking thing. I want mm-hmm. people to hear more about that offer. Yeah, for sure. So that's, I knew because the fall one or the fall freezer meal guide, I had sold so many of them. I'm like, okay, well, if I'm trying to sell the next one to people, so many people bought the bundle, which is great. But that means all they have to buy the next time is the $13 offer. And yeah. then I was like, I've got to bump that up somehow. And then I guess we were on a call at one point and I feel like you mentioned that you were, you did a live cooking class. Yeah. Um, and I was like, wait, I could do that. Like I could definitely do that. So I, I kind of ran with that, that and added that as, as a, another tier basically in the middle. And then also added a tier where if somebody hadn't bought anything, like they could buy all the things. Okay. Yeah. So that one's like, it's like right now it's 13, 59 and 99 for the launch anyways. Yeah. So there's those. And then afterwards, I'm actually going to flip it around for newer people and do it a little bit differently. But when I go to the tripwire, I think the bigger, the biggest thing is going to be the live option. And then I've got it in my head, but, but yes. So the live option, I was like, I've got to like beef this up a little bit because I know that that $13 is really nice, but it also isn't massive by any means. And I don't want to charge anymore for the freezer meal guides. Cause I think that's a really fair, like the ninth, the full price 19 is a really fair price for them. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't feel like I want, I don't want to charge anymore. I also want to make it accessible because there's so many stay-at-home moms out there who have a really small budget and like it's hard. So, and then the people who want to go for the live option can. But I, I mean, I give them all the tips that I can in right. the actual right. guide. But then the it's different though when you're seeing somebody do it live. Yeah. So I've got that planned, and then also around freezer mills, like I'm going off and I'm creating like guides based on other like dietary stuff like vegetarians and then I'm I'm working with someone on a keto one because I've gotten so many requests okay for like keto and vegetarian ones and stuff like that and then I'm also planning some mini lives that I'm going to do to focus on like prepping breakfast and prepping snacks and um, prepping like 
back to school lunches. Yes. So I'm really excited about those. So here, I, I never thought that I could make a whole business around like freezer meals. Yeah. Yes. yes. Which, yeah. I mean, I love it. I think it's great. And like, yeah, you're listening to what your audience wants. And yeah, I remember telling you about the the whole live cooking class thing. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it was that concept of, I know that I'm a procrastinator, but if I have like a set appointment for something that's in my calendar, I will do it. I will get it done. I will be there, but it can't just be an appointment. Like an appointment with myself is it? Yeah. Not the same. Not held accountable in the same way. Yes. But it's like, yeah, if I know that Rachel, the freezer cooking pro is I get to watch and like cook with her live. I'm actually going to get it done. I'm actually going to give this whole Mm -hmm. freezer cooking thing a legitimate try. And I guess my hope for you, I mean, we'll see, we've got to see how this pans out because it's going to be in January. Right. Yeah. It's in January because I was like, I'm not, I don't want to cook over the holidays. Nobody else wants to cook over the holidays like that. Like this exhausting, like, no, no. So this one is different than any of the other ones will be because the other ones it'll probably only be like a week or so away. So they have enough time to get groceries and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, this one's a longer lead time. This one's so a like, longer lead time, yeah. And yeah. I fully plan to target to the people who bought just the $13 option be like, hey, if you do want to still jump in, you can. And here's the lower price since you've already bought the 13 Right, that's perfect. Because it was bundled in before with the live. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that. But yeah, my hope is that if people come, show up, they come live, they do it now you'll have even more happy customers because it won't just be another PDF that sits on their computer that they didn't use. They're going to show up, they're going to do it and then love having those freezer meals for the next month Mm -hmm. and then be back to, you know, as you add these new guides and these new things, like now they're hooked, they're in because- You know, they I've got a solid group of ladies that are like, they are there. They love it. They message me about it. And I love it. Like, I love talking to them about it. I'm like, how'd it go? Did you like them? <laughs> so it has been so much fun to get that feedback from them. And like somebody commented on one of my ads. and was like, this lady saved my sanity. And I was just Aww. like, be right back. I'm crying. Like, Oh my gosh. (laughs) You know what I was just thinking? I'm like you with freezer meals is like me with my ad students. It's the same thing. Like it's so much fun to message or comment or check in on the calls of like, how are your ads going? What's happening? And then be like, yay, you know, cheering people on. But yeah, it's the same thing. Like every business has that, that possibility of like, just helping your customers in this tangible, amazing way. They're giving you that great feedback. You get to see how their lives are improved. Like I just, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm so excited for you. And awesome. yeah. And again, yes, it's, you You guys whole business is just freezer meals and yeah. It's wild. That's, I mean, especially, I mean, when I started, I was going to do this very broad lifestyle site and it's like, yeah. it's gotten to the point where it's, going to be pretty niche. And I'm probably going to start like, I don't know, I'm probably going to rebrand a little bit because it's like, I know I'm solid in what I want to do now. Like this is, this is it. So we're going to like focus in a little bit. Right. Right. I think, yeah, once you have that, those proven sales, it's profitable and you're getting that amazing customer feedback. It's like, you know, even on those days when you might be like, eh, I'm a little bored of freezer meal stuff today. What's going to keep you going is all those customers, you know, mm-hmm. because 
they're still being helped and loving it. And you know, like, oh, but they're depending on me for this next, you know, plan. And so I honestly just feel like as long as there is a a supply of happy customers, there's the the motivation to, you know, stay focused yeah. on this is absolutely. Yeah. I've loved doing this launch, especially because I've had so many of them be like, I just grabbed it. I'm so excited. Can't wait. I made the last one two times. And I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's just so fun. Okay. So Rachel, you mentioned with your ads, you started with cold interest and then you kind of, over time, as you were getting all these purchases coming in, you were able to make lookalikes work. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. Okay. So I would love to hear, well, and not necessarily audience specifics. I mean, that's something that's each person kind of applies their brilliance to that. And so we don't need to like give away all your juicy secrets, but I would love to know the types of lookalikes that you've used that have worked well. And then just like how you scaled, because I know you didn't start out spending like $500 a day or you know, whatever. Yeah, no, I started... I only started at 20 bucks a day for sure. Okay. And, and that was with a, just a cold audience that I thought might work. Mm-hmm. And that's when it hit like six X yeah. and I was like, Oh, hi. <laughs> and then we got on that next call and I was like, look, this is doing really well. What do I do now? <laughs> I was like, what do I do? What do I do? And you were like, I'm up into a hundred and I'm like, I'll go to 50. <laughs> so I just upped that one ad to 50. And that did really good. And then while I was doing that, I was starting new cold interest because I wanted that. I knew there were all kinds of other ones that I wanted to test. And I kind of did the same scaling with each of them. Like I started at 20 and then I went to 50 and then like, you know, scaling scaled up. And I got to the point where I had like four or five different cold interest, like individual cold interest campaigns, but they have like several cold interests within them. Mm-hmm. And that was where I was probably spending. And some of them I was spending like $200 a day on just the one. And some of them were like 50, but it got to the point where it was like 500 bucks a day. Yeah. Um, and then those kind of all slowly died off, but I'm excited to start direct to sale with those and try lifetime budget because that was all CBO. So that was just that one. And then I had gotten to the point where I was like, oh, wait, I have enough for a lookalike now because I'd never had enough for a lookalike. Mm-hmm. So I dumped in and I did two different lookalikes. I did all my opt-ins. So it was like 30,000 opt-ins. And then I did all my purchasers. Okay. So, and there's just a 1% for both of those. Mm-hmm. And at first, the email ones were doing super well. And now it's kind of flipped to the purchasers. And I don't know if it's just where it's gotten more data or what. But now they both still do pretty well though. I've got them turned off right now because I'm in the middle of the launch and I don't want new people coming in in the middle of it, like getting all confused, but I'm probably going to turn it back on on Monday actually. Yeah. To go to the new one. Yeah. So those I've gotten to, I hadn't gotten the, to scale those up as much as I had the other ones, just because the time, like not as much time had gone by, Mm -hmm. but I think they were sitting at like a two point three or so. Okay. So yeah, it was, they were doing super well. Yeah. That's just so exciting. And that's one thing I try to remind newer advertisers is, Hey, this does get easier because as you get all these sales in and you get targeted leads in and all that, even targeted web traffic as well, 
then you can try lookalikes with each of those. And that's like tends to be even more targeted than any of those cold interests. And so, yeah, it really does build on itself. So, yeah, so exciting. Also, though, too, everyone listening, remember, Rachel is using literally one ad, like one image, one version of ad copy. That is all she has used. And you've spent, wait, what did she, so, yeah. Oh, gosh, I've spent $19,700 total. Since like October. Yeah, since like October and then made 40,000. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's basically how much I made like in this whole year. Like, that point. Yeah. 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 Like it's, it, I mean, it's just trajectory. My business has just went insane. Yeah. And yeah, when it was happening that first couple of weeks, I was just like in a constant state of like shock. I'll be honest. Cause I was like, what's happening? Like, is, am I in an alternate universe? What's yes. And I was so scared that it was just going to like drop off and go away. Mm-hmm. Because, you, I mean, you don't, I mean, things can like go crazy, but it's gotten to the point where I know I can make it happen. It's right. like, you do have to test and tweak. And thankfully we have the the membership where we talk about what's working, what's not working, because that's always super helpful. Yeah. Um, like I would have never known to try that ad out if we, if I wasn't in the membership, like. That's true. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. About that. That's, that's kind of cool. To me, it's just so fun because I mean, 19,000 of ad spend over two X return on that ad spend with also adding 30,000 leads, but all of that with just one ad. So, I mean, this is the mm-hmm. thing. Okay. So what a lot of ad agencies or ad managers want to tell everybody is like, well, the reason you need me is because we've got to launch new ads all the time and like test a bazillion things. And again, not that that's a bad thing. Like, yeah, as you continue to scale up, you will want to test a lot of different things and then really, you know, keep running and keep scaling more and more and more. But like, they act like it's impossible (laughs) to be successful with like one ad and it's like sometimes all you need is one good ad so anyways it's just so exciting if you're a stay-at-home mom with two little kids you're helping people with freezer meals and now your profits are like yeah you're getting paid a full-time amount to do this Oh yeah. Yeah. My husband is the biggest cheerleader. He's amazing. And he was like cheering me on. He goes, you got to beat my salary. That's, that's what you've got. And he like, he wanted, and the the month that I finally did it, he was like, yeah, great job. I'm so excited. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Chris has been the same way when he's, he's like already planning his retirement for like the airlines. And I'm like, no, no. I think it's funny. I know some people like that's their goal, but I'm like, babe, you got a cushy thing going. Like he gets paid by the hour. He works very little compared to like most people with like, you know, a a high paying job. And I'm like, we got some great benefits and perks. Okay. I'm the benefits though. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, it's it's very sweet that that they cheer that on and they're like excited when we're, you know, beating Mm -hmm. them or whatever. It's not, not beating it, but matching their salary or surpassing it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Rachel, this has been super fun just to kind of recap this journey for you. And I just think it's encouraging for anyone listening who maybe you've been blogging for a while 
and you just feel like you haven't found that groove yet. I mean, even for you, Rachel, having gone through the ads intensive, the product that you were selling back then is so different than what you're doing now. So even for you, this huge growth, it took some testing and tweaking and, and, and just playing with different things. And it's just exciting to see you totally find your groove and have this amazing business. And so, yeah, I hope that everyone listening will just be encouraged that wherever you're at, maybe you've had your blog for six years there's still time to get it figured out and really grow things. So. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think too, something I was thinking about today was I know in the beginning when I would launch things, even when I launched these freezer mills, like it's not like I made a thousand dollars off these freezer mills as soon as I launched them. Like Mm -hmm. it was, it was a, like a small amount of money that I would make. And I think I would get down on myself a lot about that too. I'm like, Oh, this was not good. This didn't work. It just didn't work, but really it's, you just don't have the amount of people that you need to have to have like a decent launch and to like go through that. So I think something too is like, if you have a small audience, it's okay that you're not having these like big massive launches that you might hear about because it's just not, it's okay. Like you just have to keep trying. (laughs) And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you will get there. Yeah. I think that that's one of the things that we'll hear a lot too, though, is like people will talk about these amazing launches with their small list, but I still don't think that's the norm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And And, I mean, I would love to have a launch like that. I think there are some people who have built such a valuable business to who they serve. And that's amazing. But I know for me anyways, my site was so scattered that it was very hard for me to get the right people. And I I can see it now that I wasn't writing the right things. Like I wasn't marketing the right way, but it was so much easier just to do it with Facebook ads and get the right people right away. Yeah. Like it was just like, it accelerated everything so much faster. That's true. You didn't have to wait for like your blog content to take off on Pinterest or Google. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I do great on Pinterest, but I still could not get, anywhere near what I do now. with Yeah. It's so exciting. Okay. So as we wrap up, Rachel, do you have either a funny or an adorable mom moment to share? Yes. Okay. I was thinking about this before because I've listened to your podcast forever in case you don't know, but (laughs) yeah. So my son, he is two. He does not like to eat hardly anything. He's got some like sensory issues and like we're working with him and stuff. But the other day he wouldn't eat his dinner. He went off to play and also just like, let him go. It'll be okay. And then my, my husband went off with my daughter to go read a book. And then I come back into the room and he just walks through the house with a cheese block, a block of cheese in his hand. (laughs) literally taking massive bites of this cheese and just walking around the living room and I just looked at him and I was like what are you doing (laughs) oh my gosh and I just died it was so funny (laughs) and I was just I I looked at him like Ben what do you have and he goes "Uh (laughs) (laughs) huh." like he was teasing me like I didn't want to eat what you made me mom but I wanted to eat this block of cheese so So now we have to watch my son for lots of cheese because he's gotten to the point where he realizes that they're there because I cook when I, when I cook, 
I use blocks of cheese. I don't really like, like the pre-shredded shredded very much. So yeah, he has been doing that lately and he's been hiding blocks of cheese as well. So that is my life right now. I thought it was funny. <laughs> he's got a sensory bin that we work, we try and work with for his sensory issues and he's hiding his cheese inside of it. So oh, that's kind of smart, actually. He's like, I know I'm supposed to be doing this. So maybe I can hide that thing I want inside yeah. what I'm supposed to be doing. He's pretty <laughs> clever. He is yeah. pretty clever. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> now, is he a child that like needs a lot of calories? Is he kind of, is he on the smaller side and like trying to grow or? He, yeah, he is on the smaller side. So yeah. So I was like, I, you're eating food. I don't care. <laughs> Cause yeah, I was just thinking my son Holden, when he came home from India, well, and he's still just a tiny child. I mean, tiny. Yeah, I've seen him yeah. in your stories. Yeah tiny and so we're always kind of like trying to get him to eat more calories so it's like well hey there <laughs> you know that's some instant yep. calories from that cheese yep. absolutely <laughs> <laughs> well thank you again Rachel for spending time with me today and yeah I'm just cheering for you and with you and just excited to see how things continue to go so can you remind everyone one more time where's the best place to find you online I'm most active right now on Instagram. So if they want to find me, it's just at this crafty home, or you can go to the website. It's this crafty and everything's linked from there. But yeah. Great. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Was that not the best? Who else was just like cheering woohoo for Rachel and her amazing results and success. And she is just getting started. So I hope that you're encouraged. I hope that you take a few minutes. If you haven't done so yet, if you are still in the beginning stages of your business and you don't know what products to create or what you're best at, to really sit down and think about that. Think about the problems that you've solved for yourself in your own life. Think about the ways that you've reduced stress or saved yourself time or any number of other things made your life better. And ask yourself if that's something that you could create a product around. That's something that you could help others with too. So I hope you're encouraged. Don't forget to check out Rachel's site at thiscraftyhome.com. If you're interested in the ads intensive that I teach, that's my Facebook ads program. Rachel also mentioned the membership. The membership is not open to everyone. That's something that people can join after they've graduated from the ads intensive. So in case you were wondering about that. So if you're interested in the ads intensive, the application is always open. So any time of year, you can head over to the page, learn more and apply if you're interested. And I let you know on that application, you know, when the next round will start and the application deadline, all of that good stuff. So for that, head to brilliantbusinessmoms.com forward slash ads. That's brilliantbusinessmoms.com forward slash A-D-S. And of course, now it's your turn to head out there and be brilliant. Brilliant.